This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, Lauren Angela here. We are about to start this week's show, but first we want to thank our sponsor, Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, a professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Our Squarespace website is thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. You can actually go to thisiswhyyoursinglebook.com. They go to the same place. Right. And if you've ever wanted to contact us and you're like, what's their email again? Just go to our website. Yeah, because our email is long as shit. It really is. I mean, so is thisiswhyyoursingleshow.com. Yeah. But... but it's got a nice ring to it. And you can just go to our contact page. Squarespace has this awesome contact form that we added. And it makes it really easy for you to email us. And it goes straight to our personal Gmail accounts. That's right. You know how they say slide into someone's DMs? You'll be sliding into our DMs. I don't know that phrase. It's a thing that oh, people do. I didn't know it was a thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, one of our favorite things about doing this podcast is interacting with our listeners and getting all of your questions and your crazy messages you've gotten on apps. And Squarespace makes it really easy for us to be able to interact with you thanks to our contact page. It's, yeah. pretty, it's pretty cool. So we'll be looking out for an email from you. In the meantime, why don't you set up your own Squarespace website and talk about something you love to do because Squarespace is going to give you a free custom domain. Squarespace makes adding a domain to your site simple. If you sign up for a year, you'll receive a custom domain for free for a full year. They also, if you have any questions when you're setting it up, it's super easy. But sometimes if you're like, Laura, you want to like kick it up a notch, ask for some crazy stuff. I like to get fancy. Their customer support, customer support is great. Squarespace offers 24-7 customer support. Every member of the customer care team is an experienced Squarespace user working in a Squarespace office. No matter how technical your problem or trivial seeming your question, one of their team is always going to be online to assist you. I love my buddies at Squarespace. We're like Mm -hmm. friends. Yeah. One time I even had a question about my wedding website that I set up on Squarespace and they were like, oh my God, you guys are so cute. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Not to brag, not to brag. No, I love you. They probably see a lot of wedding websites. So if they thought yours was cute, that's a real compliment. Anyway, start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter the offer code SINGLE. That's offer code SINGLE to get 10% off your first purchase. Now, now let's start, start the show. This is why you're single. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast on a very thundery day. <laughs> I am Laura Lane and I'm Angela Sparrow who is dripping wet from the rain. Um, we are the co-writers of the book This Is Why You're Single. Every week here on the podcast we discuss a different reason you're single. This week's reason is you haven't embraced your inner nerd. You have not. We're going to tell you how. Also on the lineup we are talking about what's new in dating news, what health condition can sex cure, and whether humble bragging helps or hinders your dating profile. Then we are diving into the mailbox to answer your listener questions. But first, we want to welcome this week's guest, Ori Anov. Ori is a lawyer and a self-proclaimed geek who is the CEO and founder of Dragonfruit, a dating app for the geek community. Hi, Ori. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Yes. You've been on the podcast circuit, but like a lot of Mm -hmm. tech kind of... Like nerd podcasts, you would, yeah. I mean, they're like they call <laughs> well, themselves. Yeah, there's nerd nothing po- derogatory about the word nerd. No, something to be proud of. Thank you. <laughs> 
Yeah, no, I, I usually do on podcasts what I do in my life, which is just talk about movies and comic books and video games and stuff. So, uh, you know, it's going to be fun to – I'm excited to talk about emotional Sex things. and sex. Love. Sex is good. Yes. Uh, you can tell- quote me on that. <laughs> so you're a self-proclaimed nerd. What do you think makes somebody a nerd? Ooh. Um, I think that a nerd or a geek or any of those interchangeable words – really just means that you're passionate about something, anything, maybe to a slightly unhealthy degree. But um, <laughs> as long as you have passion, as long as like there is something that you're really into, it can be anything from, you know, the life and works of Isaac Asimov, or it can be just every varietal of coffee bean in the world. Like you can be a coffee nerd. The, as long as you have something that you really, really care about, total nerd. I, I like that description. Yeah, I think we all have something that we're, we nerd out about. Yeah, what, you're, you're Broadway nerd. Yeah, musical theater and, and Pee Wee Herman lately. I'm watching lately? Whole, I'm watching the whole series on Netflix and I'm like really into it. <laughs> what am I a nerd about? <laughs> um, you kind of know a little bit about everything. I you know am. about sports, which is... I am a jack-of-all-trades master of none. But also, you know what, lately, <laughs> I think I feel like comedy... You're a little obsessive about comedy. Oh I mean, I love God. comedy as well, but you like study it. I study it. I do. What I is? S- what I send her screen, <laughs> like screenshots of comedy writing books of comedy writing book <laughs> pages. I want her to read. Um, Wait, what's what's your geekdom? Oh, um, I am really into linguistics. So, oh my god, I love linguistics I just, too. She like loves it. everything. I do love everything. It's I true. I love everything. Sit around, talk about language, try to figure out where words come from and how they evolved and stuff. That I is do. something that I can do all day. Oh my god, me too. Let's do that after this podcast. <laughs> okay. I'm so fascinated by that. I've been really fascinated by punctuation lately. Um, I read it. That's handy. I read a recent study that was about the the death of the period. Huh. The death of the period. So the, the period the death of the period is coming. Because we're just talking in run on sentences well, that never end forever because, and ever. Because of the oh, text messages, when you use a period, it makes the sentence negative. Mm-hmm. Or m- you're mad or you're me you know. Right. And uh and now that has started to infiltrate non text message usage of language. I think that makes the period more powerful. It has power. The period has turned into a dick. That's oh, what's happening. A dick move. All right. So why do people like us that obsess over the death of the period need our own dating app? Yes. So you <laughs> thought there was something missing. Like, why do nerds, people that are passionate in anything, why do they need their own app? Why did you create Dragon Fruit? Um, so I think that in general, uh, dating apps and dating sites tend to kind of homogenize everybody and make it so that people are trying to be everything to everybody. And it takes a lot of the individuality out of it. Uh, I mean, there are different sites do this to different degrees. So it's a whole big spectrum between, you know, you can, you can write a 10,000 word essay about everything that you are that no one's really going to read or you can write absolutely nothing at all and it's just a picture and it's a little swipe left swipe right um so it didn't seem as if anybody was particularly authentic anywhere um i think that what's missing from the dating app dating site realm is honesty not just 
between people, but between people and themselves. Um, so that's kind of what we're trying to cure with dragon fruit. Um, and from the slightly more cultural perspective, uh, geeks, uh, are kind of left behind by the dating world. So having so a passion people- about anything is, is, isn't really cool, you know? So people want to just seem generic on dating sites, you think? Because they want to appeal well, to, to everybody? Sta- they're trying to stand too many out, people? but not... Not in a way that's authentic. Everybody right. is, you know, trying to take the very best selfie of themselves <laughs> in exactly the same angle that everybody else is. And, uh, you know, it's, it's just it, p- people aren't really being honest about, about themselves, um, I find. And I think that um, most people are hiding the things about themselves that they like the most because they're afraid of being truly vulnerable. Did you find that you were doing that when you were filling out your... Your dating apps? Well, I think that uh, there's a certain degree of like irony that you have to use to be cool. So like like on a, on a site like OkCupid, say where you're encouraged to like list your favorite TV shows or movies or something, you kind of like throw in some sarcastic things so that you... Cause like, like what? Because it's kind of like nerdy to be like earnest about the stuff you're into. So like, like it'd be like know, Lion King, like Smash Mouth. Uh, uh, <laughs> like, what is it? Which movie is that? Oh my god, no, that's mm-hmm. a band from the nineties. Oh, I thought you were saying movies. I was like, oh, movie names. Sorry, just I, like I know Smash Mouth, the band. Of course, who doesn't? Um, but that was one I threw out there. Okay, ironically, sarcastically, but uh, on Dragon Fruit, you would put your your genuine interest because that's at which first, is different. I would say that's different. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Maybe you're you think you're not as afraid to put your true interests on right. dragon fruit because like I the, guess the angle is that that's what you're connecting like, over clueless is one of my favorite movies i would <laughs> never put that on a dating app because i wouldn't i would be worried that i would be stereotyped as like a ditzy girl and mm-hmm. i would be like i would name other movies i like like i'd be like shawshank redemption rounders because i know guys will think like oh she's fucking cool right so you, yeah you 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 kind of you hide some things right well, but everybody I- curates of course Everybody does, but the um, the thing about dragon fruit is that if you do that, it's not going to work for you. Um, what we have an interest based matching algorithm. Um, if you aren't honest about what it is that you're actually into, then you're just not going to find people who are into the same stuff because of, because that's the way we run it. So lying about that stuff, saying that you're into something that you're not. Um, or, or, you know, saying, picking the coolest of the things that you're kind of into instead of that one thing that really gets you going um, is just going to get you exactly into the same pool of people that you have always been seeing, you know, the, the generic, you know. Because, for, but do for example, I want a guy that likes Clueless? <laughs> not really. Well, not really, but, but that you'll at least... specs <laughs> that you love Clueless. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you'll at least be able to understand your passion. There... On Dragon Fruit, because Angela and I, we both signed up to kind yes. of check it out. Laura as a girl and me as a guy named Angelo. Well, we, we wanted to be able to look at the guy <laughs> the, profiles right. and the girl profiles. So she pretended she was a guy. I pret- mm-hmm. I'm, pretended I am myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because at first we didn't. We were like, wait, it says what kind of movies and music you like. I'm like, wait, am I a geek because I like music? But I now I understand your your explanation of what a geek is. Now, now I get it. Okay, there's a lot of hot ladies on on Dragon Fruit. Like some of them look like hot models in glasses. Of course. Are these bitches real? Yes. Um we it's it's weird actually. We um 
the the entire time, like it's pretty obvious the dating sites are you know somewhat vulnerable to to attack by bots and whatever. But the way that we set up the sign up process is really simple, and yet the robots of the world cannot figure it out. Okay, good. Because we ask for right up front we can't run the algorithm without you telling us what you're into and you know russian robots dot ru doesn't know how to <laughs> handle that field so we've got like a natural bot blocker thing um there just are a lot of really hot nerd girls in sexy glasses that right. is that is they're, true they're living up to the movie stereotype yeah the laney boggs <laughs> the laney boggs of the world oh my god there she is love the- rachel <laughs> What's her name? Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. Rachel Lee Cook. Whatever happened to Rachel Lee Cook. Oh, love her. On that note, (laughs) it is time for us to jump into the news. Angela, what have you been reading about? So according to Cosmo, sexy. uh, Where's our Cosmo sound? Sexy. There it is. Sorry about that. (laughs) Um, A little delay. They are reporting that sex is a potential cure for dementia. Um, in a piece by, I know, by Catherine Lindsay, she's saying that there are two studies that were uh, published that have found that possibly there is a link between people that are more sexually active, um, having higher cognitive functioning. So it's also, they did say that it's also possible that those with better brain health are just more interested in sex, but this is good news. Do you guys feel like after you have sex, do you feel more cognitively aware? No. <laughs> you feel like you're in like a sex I fog, feel right? Sleepier. Yeah, but maybe this is like a long term thing. This so is wait, an I'm confused. Thing. How do they know that sex is the reason that so, people are not getting dementia? Because okay. they also said that just healthier people might have sex. So. Well, what's right. going on here? So they said, does this mean sex incurred dementia? Doctor Stacy. Tesler Lindau, who is the director of the program of integrative sexual medicine at the University of Chicago. Okay. Fun job, Dr. Stacy, uh, says we can't say for sure that sexual activity leads to better brain health. Um, however, this isn't to say there's no benefits whatsoever. Okay, so she doesn't really know, but it can't hurt and it yeah. might help you with there is ample evidence to suggest that loving kind and supportive relationships are very important to both a satisfying sex life and mental well-being through the course of your life well there you go Mm -hmm. do you feel more cognitively aware after you have sex ori i feel like every part of me is better Right? <laughs> Don't we all? Yeah. So there could be some long-term benefits. All right. The, that's the, good news. Basically, the science, uh, the, the jury is still out, but all it right. can't hurt. Except these are news stories, man. They don't know. <laughs> but Cosmo has to write about something every day. I guess. And this week it was this. Sorry, I'm hating on your news story. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. But don't you just love the idea that they, they like pulled? They, they think that it might help in, with dementia, but they're not sure. They polled like these people. It says ages sixty-five to one hundred and five. Wow! At least it's not making them become, you know, have dementia. That's right. So basically, old, right. old people and their bodies aren't completely giving out. Old people just keep having sex. It might be helping you. Yeah, just make sure you practice safe sex. Yeah, because we've heard stories of we've heard lots of stories of uh, diseases spreading in old people homes. Mm-hmm. Um, what are you reading about, Laura? I'm reading the Science of Us, my favorite New York magazine yeah. we need like a sound cue for science of us i know because i like i love i love the science of us uh this is a story by drake bear uh the best tinder profile i guess any 
dating profile is a well-balanced humble brag. So Hmm. people always want to know, you know, do you brag about all of your accolades or do you just put yourself down? Essentially, there's an art to it. There's an art to it. A new study from the University of Iowa sheds some light on creating the perfect profile. Basically, you want to look approachable and trustworthy, but not perfect. Um, so the study, the study, I'm not going to bore you with all the details, but essentially it said that people were most attracted to the profiles that were low on the self presentation. You know, those people, they're like, Oh, look at me. I'm the coolest. Mm -hmm. Uh, but high on transparency. Most tellingly the profiles that were high on both, uh, selective presentation okay yeah that were high on both and okay so it said selective presentation was seen as very arrogant of course that shouldn't be a big surprise um so basically if you have if you take a shabby chic approach that's going to be the most swipeable Hmm. did they give an example of like a good humble brag no they really didn't hmm do you have any do you have any uh I feel like ideas of humble brags. I've seen I've seen the humble brag executed on various dating apps. Yeah, yeah, like it, like maybe you just like post a picture of you like in your your doctor, like you're clearly working in a hospital, but you're doing something silly. So it's like I'm I know funny and down always, to earth, but I'm a doctor. In our book, in our book, we use the example of uh, of the guy in the doctor's suit, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Hey, I I just passed." Uh, what what is it? What's our what's what's our joke in our book? He's like I can I finally have time to date. Right. Just finished studying for, for the the my residency. I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I don't know. I don't remember. That's why we're not doctors. I don't know. We don't remember what's in our book. It's it's been a while <laughs> since we wrote it. But basically, it says don't make too strong of a case for why you're a high value mate because it's just going to sound like you're bragging and people aren't into that. Now right. you so as a as a dating app expert. What do you find? Which profiles do people seem to be the most attracted to? Do you find this to be true that the humble brag is the is the ultimate way to go? I don't disagree. I think I think that defining yourself as a high profile mate, as you say, uh, would be a great way for you know humanity to perpetuate itself. But we're basically monkeys, so like instant self gratification or instant gratification is 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 a lot more important to us. So what people are looking for, I think, is. Uh, somebody that they think they can have fun with and not taking yourself too seriously is a really good indicator of that. Like, if, if you're going to have fun hanging out in the first couple weeks, then, you know, you can figure out the rest of the stuff later, whether or not this person is going to be a, a you know, strong genetics uh, specimen. <laughs> um, yeah. I think what they monkeys. say, it's like, if it's too good to be true, it probably is. So if somebody right. is just bragging, bragging, bragging... Like, yeah, I'm oh, definitely hey, suspicious of that. You're suspicious, right? Yeah. Also, if you, if somebody's con- just putting themselves down, putting themselves down, like, oh, hey, I'm jobless and I live with my mom and <laughs> I don't know how to cook and I don't have a lot of interest. You're not going to be yeah. like, come on, like, the get, truth get is, some confidence. It's, but it's somewhere very in between. easy to make yourself look good on the Internet. So if you're managing to make yourself look bad yeah. before I've even met you, that's a red flag. If you're like, love my job in marketing, not a great cook. But love the movie. 
Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. <laughs> that seems to be one You'd be we interested. use a lot. I'd be like, okay, he already, they already put out like one of their flaws. Not a great right. cook, but okay, cool. He's got a great job. That's good. Mm-hmm. And tell good me taste. a little bit of his interest. So I would say, yeah, a mix, well, the other a side, mix of the humble brag. On the other side, if, if it's just straight up bragging, it's like, oh, my three PhDs, you can, I mean, you're probably going to be reading that thinking, Fantastic. Our kids are going to Harvard, but I'm going to need a constant supply of wine. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> it's true. Or I just look and I'm like, douche. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, yeah. So it's no offense tr- to the people with three PhDs. Right. I mean, that's cool. You You're not automatically a, a douche. It's just about how you talk about it's it. It's just how you talk about it. It all comes down to communication. Exactly. All right, guys. It is time to jump into our mailbox. Angela, what do we have in our mailbox today for Ori to help us answer? Well, we specifically selected a question that has to do with online dating. So you can help us out with this. Our our listener, Allison, wrote in. And she's been using J-Swipe, which is for people who geek out about Judaism. (laughs) (laughs) She says, I rejoined J-Swipe and the amount of guys I was getting was immense to say the least. Good for you, Allison. I met a guy, let's call him Jeremy, who I matched with the following Sunday, and we had a great conversation, followed by him asking me out for Wednesday evening. This guy was my look, seemed like he had a great personality, and my friends knew him too. This was good to be true. This was too good to be true, and of course it was. I didn't hear from him by Tuesday night, and I wanted to know if we were still on. No response. Wednesday morning, nothing. Maybe something happened to him. Part of me thought, okay, this is it. He's like every other guy in this app. He was for sure standing me up, and guess what? I was right. Um, She says, I figured out he ultimately blocked me yes you heard me correct blocked me um so she's very upset about this she says i didn't text him call him nothing to say i was hurt was an understatement where is chivalry gone where is the respect if you're not feeling a date and you committed to it shouldn't a guy just cancel so instead of blocking you on your dating app, yeah she's like i've heard of ghosting after Mm -hmm. one date but like she's confused at why this guy blocked her from her contacts she wants to know if this is like a new trend. And Angela, you said that you yes. have heard of this. I had never heard of. I hadn't either. I don't. My. So, okay. So um, I basically live in a frat house now because I have three male roommates who are all uh, tindering and dating apping and they unmatch with girls. And I'm like, why? Why do you go through the trouble of like unmatching? Why not with- just not respond? So I asked they want to like about they want to like see no see no evil, hear no evil, like, right? Like that, that person doesn't exist. Is that so what it is? The, the, my roommate Jake said to me uh, that for him, he feels like he has a finite amount of like emotional caring, and he's reserving some of it for like someone he he like really feels like he's put time and energy into but if it's like somebody he went on one date with he's not gonna like work himself up to like break things off with her he's just gonna like unmatch with her Ori, what are your thoughts on this uh i think that's kind of rude <laughs> sorry to jake no um, i agree and i told him as such it's it's not kind of rude it's 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 rude you need to maybe i live just in a fantasy <laughs> where i believe that people can always be honest with one another and actually like just be, do the decent thing but if people are too cowardly to just up and say hey this was fun but eh, i don't know if this is really going to be everything we want it to be so mm-hmm. you know it was nice to meet you and have a good day like to to just completely disappear out of something i mean even ghosting ghosting is just 
rude. Yes. It's just so, it's so rude. I don't understand why this guy, what's this girl's name? Um, Allison. Allison. I don't know why this guy didn't just say to Allison, hey, I know we have a date scheduled. I feel really bad about this, but I was, I've been dating somebody else and things right. got a little bit more serious. And out of respect for that, I think I should cancel the date. I don't know if that's true or not true, but mm-hmm. like, that I was in that situation before and I said that to a guy that I was supposed to go out with and I, I said, hey, things got kind of serious with this other guy. I, I don't think I can go on the date. Right. He completely respected me. He said, thank you for telling me. Flash forward. Yeah. Flash forward four <laughs> months later, things ended with the guy that I was getting serious with. I reached back out to him. He's like, would love to go out with you. If you end things nicely with people, they're just right. going to respect you and you never know where you're going to run into this person. Like... Like cities are small. It's a small world. Like mm-hmm. you might run into them through work. It, just why be rude? And the blocking thing is just bizarre. Right. Yeah. And plus, like they hadn't even met yet. It clearly wasn't personal. Something else was going on and she, for and him. She said that her friends knew him. That makes it even weirder. I don't know. It's a good point, though. There might be something going on that isn't, you know, included in this story. Who knows? I mean, I assume the other thing. I assumed it was like he met another girl. Yeah, and she insisted that he get either get rid of the app or he had to block everybody right. or maybe yeah. he was found out doing something he wasn't supposed to do. Mm. Or, oh, like he might have already had a girlfriend? Maybe. That's interesting. It's possible. Right. I, I don't think, think that in this conversation where we're discussing how people can be shitty to one another, this is outside <laughs> of the realm of possibility. That's so true. if she says that her friends knew him too. I think she needs to, if she's really curious, and wants to get to the point. bottom of this, tell your friends to ask him, Hey, yeah. that was kind of weird. Why'd you block Allison? Just, but also you've got a mutual contact here. The Figure other out. thing though, Allison is like, why do you like, do you even want to go through the effort of finding out? Like if she wants peace of mind, it can't hurt. And clearly this guy's not that nice. So, I mean, here's the thing. Are you doing him a favor by being like, hey, you're you were a dick and having her friends say, mm-hmm. hey, that was a dick move. I mean, honestly, the only person that you're doing a favor to is him. So maybe he won't be a dick in the future. Right. So if she cares to like tell him he was being a dick and maybe help him out in the future to not be an asshole to other girls, mm-hmm. then I think she could have her friends say something to him. If she is like cannot stand the curiosity and wants to know what's up that's another reason to have her friends ask but if she thinks she could just forget about it and move on and hopefully find somebody else and just know that some people do things that are unexplainable then she doesn't need to get to the bottom and investigate i i I think it's a perfectly understandable impulse that she's having though um if you are closure yes i mean if if you're the kind of well-adjusted person who takes everything in their stride and you know the the slings of slings and arrows of outrageous fortune don't bother you at all then that's great uh but most people are a little bit insecure at least and it Everybody blames themselves in these kinds of si- well, maybe not everybody, but I certainly do. Uh, yeah. Blame blames themselves in in these kinds of situations when people behave terribly to them. They think, "What did I do?" And it's it's very tempting to fall down that rabbit hole. And um, so so it is understandable, but it she's really got to relieve herself be- of that guilt. Absolutely. Right. Um, well, let us know if you do end up going the route of asking your friends to say something to him and finding out what was up. I be curious to know if he ended up having a girlfriend or what the deal is uh if you guys want your listener questions answered or if you've got some funny texts or messages from an app you want to share email us at contact at this is why your single show.com you can also find all of our contact info on our website this is why your single show.com 
Now let's dive in to our reason of the week. This week's reason is you haven't embraced your inner nerd. Yes. And we kind of talked about that a little earlier. Or he was explaining that his definition of a nerd, which I love this definition, is just being really interested in anything mm-hmm. and not being a generic person, like owning your interests. Right. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. And we being, always... Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go no, ahead. Please. No, I was going to say, we always say like being passionate about anything makes you automatically more attractive. Absolutely. Because you become confident when you're like passionate. Definitely. And I think people are open to other people's geekdom as well. Like... I love finding out that somebody is obsessed with, I don't know, I can't think of an example. Like, I don't know, obsessed with like some specific author and they've read like every book and like right. every interview like Game and of like Thrones. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, that's cool too, but that's, that's just like everyone's in the Game of Thrones. That's but like, no, that's not, not everyone's read the enough. books. Yeah, I guess. But like, I don't know if you're, oh, oh, or he has, he's read the books. And that's it for someone like me who hasn't, but likes the TV show, I can be like, oh my God. Tell me the lineage of the Lannisters. Tell me everything about them. And there you go. That's a great first date conversation. Totally. I don't know if somebody was like really into this one architect and they had like right. gone around the world to look at all of his cool designs. I would think that's just interesting and cool. Mm-hmm. And people are interested in people that are interested in things that they don't know about. You want to learn from other people. Right. I don't what know. makes you, us individuals. Exactly. I, I, I don't want to date somebody that likes all the same things that I like. Sure. On like a Venn diagram, I want some crossover. So we like have some shit to watch together on Netflix. But at the end of the day, I want to learn stuff about somebody else. Like I love yeah. that Nick's an artist. He knows everything about art when we go to... And I, I mean, I'm very interested in art too. And I've taken like art history classes. But compared to what he knows, I know nothing. So when we go to museums, he's like giving me tours. He's explaining like the history of art and the progression, blah, 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 blah. I find it very interesting. Yeah. And there's nothing better on the other side of that than sharing something that you're really into with with the person that you love. Yeah. Ori, how can people embrace their inner nerd? Like what if they don't know what that one thing that they're so passionate about is how can people find their inner nerd i think everybody knows they're into something it's just the question maybe of it's like repressed to, yeah you just you just need to say hey i i happen to have read like three of these and i really really enjoyed that so maybe i'll go for a fourth um i think people waste their time spend you know spending their time doing things that they think they ought to be instead of the stuff that they really really love you know, you don't need to... Oh, again, we're just in such a dearth of examples today, but... Um... Maybe you're really into Gaudi. Go to Fly to Barcelona, check out some of his structures. Yes. Good good reference, Laura. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Sometimes they come to me. If you can. Like, I think, I think that just... Mm. <laughs> Maybe you're, like, really into soccer sure and then why not? go to like a game <laughs> <laughs> whatever you, and guys you can get meet it. a fellow soccer fan yeah maybe whatever you could be really into wes anderson movies it doesn't matter what it is if whatever you're interested in just like own it don't be afraid and don't i would say on your profile you know don't worry that that somebody else isn't going to also be into Wes Anderson. So that means they're not going to like you. Yeah, I, I they're think gonna, they're going to be like, it's adorable that you're geeking out like this. Yeah. 
Exactly. I, I mean, you, you you said it exactly right before mm-hmm. when you said that being being passionate about anything is is attractive. It is an inherently attractive quality. When you have something that you really care about and you want to talk about that, people are like, "Wow, this is someone with 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 a lot going on." Even if it isn't something that I don't understand inherently, I think a really good way to embrace your inner nerd I've, is 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 to find other people who like it and geek out together. And that doesn't necessarily mean that that has to be the basis of a relationship, but it does allow you to geek out and have fun and branch out and to learn about different things. There are two things that geeks, according to my definition at least, love to do, which is one, share their passion, and two, learn and adopt a new one, which means that when you have a point of contact, but not everything. And when your Venn diagram overlaps, overlaps somewhat, but there's still more to discover. That's exciting. And then you're, yeah, the person's always a mystery to you. They're always interesting because they're always going to know stuff that you don't know. At the end of the day, be interesting. And that brings us in to our reason of the week breakdown. Case in point about embracing your inner geek, some of our favorite characters spent a lot of time getting wedgies. I would say pop culture has given us a very different definition of being a geek and Mm -hmm. a nerd than what we have discovered here. We're going to play a game called Talk Nerdy to Me. Angela, explain the game. Okay, so we're going to read a quote from a famous nerd, and Ori, you will have to guess who said it. This is a very meta game because you also just have to be a movie nerd to get our references. Okay. Are you ready? Not even a little. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go first. Okay, fine. Okay. All right, because this, this is like my favorite movie. Yeah. Okay. I am not going to sit on my ass as the events that affect me unfold to determine the course of my life. I'm going to take a stand. I'm going to defend it. Right or wrong, I'm going to defend it. Oh, dear. (laughs) I mean, it started out, I thought it was the really terrible speech from from Star Wars Episode One, which nobody likes. And if that was your favorite (laughs) movie, that would be a problem. But I I don't know. I'll give you a hint. Um, Matthew Broderick was in this movie. Oh. oh, the geek in question has a nervous breakdown oh, at the right. end. Oh, with the car. It's Bueller, isn't it? Eh? Cameron Fry. Cameron. Yes, I love Cameron. Oh, <laughs> he was like my crush when I saw this movie. Me too. Oh my god. Oh, he- that's so weird. I think a lot of girls like Ferris. I love that we both love Cameron. No, I loved Cameron. That's why we're. He friends. was like the troubled artist. Yes, there is. And an you know, accident. I love a troubled artist. You know, there's a fan theory that the whole movie is a, a hallucination in Cameron's head. Beat me to it. I was about to say that. Isn't that great? You, Did you know that? geeks. <laughs> and that's a compliment. <laughs> All right, what's up? All right, next? next. Next quote from a famous nerd. R is the most menacing sound in the English English language. That's why it's called murder and not muck duck. <laughs> it's, okay, we'll give you some hint. It's a TV show. That uh, started in the UK. Steve Carell. Oh, Okay, oh, wait, so we're Steve talking Carell, the office. Yeah. But yes, but not but the this person is not... that said that. Right. Oh, oh you said it. <laughs> the yes. office, yes. Dwight. Dwight. We wanted, we, even though you had gotten it right, we still wanted to give you some more clues. <laughs> okay, um, next up. Am I a bet? Am I a fucking bet? <laughs> Very good, Laura. Ah, uh, this is like the plot of seven different movies. Um, the <laughs> the one where there was a bet and he's only dating her but then they fall in love anyway and then he regrets it and then they have a fight and then they make up. Yes. Yes. And what's it called? Me. 
She's all that. that. Lainey Boggs. But you didn't get it, so you get them. (laughs) You were close, though. Um, You described the movie perfectly. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Uh, The truth is, Carla, I'm a big man. Now, I will lose weight, but I'm always going to be big no matter what I do. So anyone I end up with is just going to have to accept me for who I am. More importantly, I'm going to have to accept myself for who I am. Is okay, this from Scrubs? We'll, no. Well, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. We'll give you. We'll give you a hint. Uh, one person plays a lot of characters in this movie. One of them being a professor. This is the Eddie Murphy movie, isn't yes. it? The, is it the Nutty Professor? <laughs> yeah. Sherman Clump. But you do know, know your movie. The Nutty Professor. The, the original was um, Jerry Lewis. Jerry Lewis. That's yes. right. <laughs> Very different film. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next up, I downloaded this little baby off the net. I will know exactly how many spirits I may imbibe without affecting my judgment or my behavior. Okay, your clue is a classic teen movie starring Jennifer Love Hewitt, the original J-Lo. <laughs> the original J-Lo. Oh, this is like filed away in the back of my brain and I don't know. Oh my God, it was my- like, like every 90s every teen 90s. actor is in it. Uh, if it the wasn't one, John Hughes, I yeah, uh, we're we're the wrong it's not, decade. It's not John Hughes, but uh, the guy that played the mean jock married Jenny Garth, and then they got divorced, and then he was in then he was in Twilight, that and then guy. Nurse Jackie. Interesting that that's the of all the people in that movie. That's who we're talking about right now. <laughs> What's his name? Oh, Our I have no are idea. Going crazy, but Jerry O'Connell is also in that movie. Who was an early crush of mine? I'm so sorry. I don't know the name of the movie. It's, it's, can I say, say it? it? Can yeah. I say it? Can't hardly wait. The nerd in question, was yeah. William Lichter. <laughs> okay, what do you Google? Oh, she's looking up the actor. For I want to know the actor because I just feel I'm like sure Peter done. Peter Facinelli. Oh, that's him. That's the guy. He was great. He plays a great uh, dickhead. Oh, yeah. Okay, All right, last, finally, last, last one. one. This is a classic. I think you're going to get it. You're going to get it. I just, I'm looking at you and I'm, <laughs> I'm telepathically telling you the name of the movie. Okay. I am not a computer nerd. I prefer to be called a hacker. That's not hackers, is it? No. That's a good okay, guess. We'll give, okay. We'll give you another hint. Um, Dinosaurs. Dun, dun. <laughs> oh, oh, this, it's, um, it's uh, Goldblum in, um, in, in Jurassic Park. It's actually. Your clue, Lexi. your clue was bullshit. I know. You gave it away. I was going to sing yeah, the dinosaurs. theme song. Dinosaurs, you piece of shit. No, that's not the right. That's, dun, that's champ, Chariots of Fire. <laughs> dun, no, that's close. Dun, 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 dun. Whatever. I can't believe your clue is dinosaurs, you dinosaurs. asshole. I figured, you know, the game had been going on for a while. They're just, you know what? <laughs> the fact that just dinosaurs gave the answer means there aren't enough movies about dinosaurs. This is true. That's true. This is very true. It was either this or Land Before Time. Uh, I know nerds in that. I I have to say you did pretty good on the game. <laughs> very good, Ori. I don't think so. Uh, okay, thank you. I'll take the compliment. I don't we hope money. we have cleared up this week's reason. That is it for this week's This Is Why You're Single podcast. For more reasons you're single, check out our book available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our audiobook on Audible. Thank you so much, 
to our guest, Ori. Make sure to check out Dragon Fruit, the app. You can find it on the iTunes Apple Store, right? Yep, and on Android. And we are online if you don't have I mean, if you have a Windows phone, which I can't imagine why. Uh, <laughs> then, then we we're also just on on the web. Yeah. Cool. So if at dragonfruitapp.com. If you want to find some passionate people, if you want to check it out, see your inner nerd. I think Geek more and, more and more people are. are are starting to join it. There's always new apps. I don't know. Any other mm-hmm. plugs? Any Anything else? Do you have a Twitter you want to plug? Um, yes. I mean, you can follow us at uh, Proj Dragonfruit. Proj, like short for Project Dragonfruit. Um, but um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention to check out our blog. It's uh, very good, and we have some really excellent writers who uh, give like all kinds of sort of it's like dating advice and uh, talking about relationships from a slightly nerdier perspective and with way more Star Trek references than you would get anywhere else. So uh, take a look. Perfect. I love a good Star Trek reference. I grew yep. up watching Star Trek. I watched... You're always surprised by that. Well... I love yeah. Star Trek, Star Wars. I, I love Captain Oh, Picard. I was very into Star Wars. Captain Picard. Love it. Love I liked Data. Enterprise that nobody else likes. Oh. I liked Enterprise. Really? I did. I thought okay, it was good. A good. I feel story. approval. If season three was much or, better than the other. I, but I didn't like how it ended. Well, we can talk about it later. Okay. Uh, anyway, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at your single show. Make sure you like and subscribe on iTunes and comment too because we read those. And thank you for listening. Tune in next week for a whole new show. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. That was a HeadGum Podcast.